welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. Pray. Pray the language of the Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit, touch us with your word. 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 Le bala seda, le grondo lo bosa, e mala da bababa, e anda la bosa bala bahaya. E da bosa daba. Spirit touch your church, and stir the hearts of men. Revive us, Lord, with your passion once again. I want to care for others like Jesus cares for me. Let your rain fall on me. Spirit touch your church. Spirit touch your church. And set the heart open. Revive us, Lord.
the culture of showing brotherly love, patre. The culture of showing brotherly love, patre. In this service, we're going to look at one characteristic of brotherly love. When I've talked about brotherly love, show brotherly love, blah, 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 you owe me love, blah. What is brotherly love? What is the character? What character will you see about a love that will tell you that this is brotherly love? In the first service, I thought on the first characteristic, which is what? Brotherly love is steady, is constant, is firm, is reliable, it is dependable. It is safe. It's the love that is safe. I'm not doing it because I want to get something. I'm doing it because of devotion and affection. Okay, so, and I told them that we are in an era where people easily destroy friendship. We don't put friendship before decisions. We can take a decision because at that moment, it is to our advantage. We don't care the relationship or the friendship we are about to destroy. And that is what has filled the church. And a lot of us have become that kind of people where we don't put friendship. Friendship don't mean anything to us again. And I quoted Proverbs chapter 17, verse 17, that a friend loveth at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. The reason you are my brother is because of the day of adversity I may face. The reason you are a sister to someone is because in the day of adversity there must be a sister. The reason you are my friend is because a day will come, not all the days will you be proud of me, but a day will come I will carry shame, but that day I still want to see you as a friend. And we looked at a man called Onesiphorus. This man was, an, was a disciple of Apostle Paul. And Apostle Paul was in Asia. They had captured him as a prisoner, like Shatawale and Medica. <laughs> I like those people. I wish they were singing gospel. You can imagine how dynamic it would be. The gift is from God, but wrongly directed. So, Apostle Paul was in Great Asia, and he was a prisoner. And nobody, nobody came to look for Apostle Paul, including pastors, apostles, elders, church members. And I gave them an example that assuming uh, I go chop someone, and they catch me, and I'm in prison. Maybe they sentenced me for 30 years. God forbid. Okay? I'm 30 years. So you see how it is weird. I like, Pastor, what kind of example is this? Apostle Paul was a prisoner. And nobody wanted to associate himself. Hey, that is our apostle. Nobody wanted to be known that Apostle Paul is their pastor. No church member. No pastor. And this is what we see in life. Somebody can be smiling with you, Abel. He'll be smiling with you, Abel. You let the police pick you up. You won't see anybody including your people you call brothers. The Bible said brothers are born for adversity. The reason many people commit suicide, look at our brother funny face. All the things he's going through. I know some people who used to call him their role model. I know people who associated with him when he was in his prime. But as he's going through this, nobody, nobody and that is the character we come from the world into the church. But when you come to the church, I introduce to you another culture. The culture of showing brotherly love. I thought you are clapping. That is what distinguishes the church from other bodies. We are not here for ourselves. We are here for others. So when you see the other sister in a situation that you can help. Help! When you see the brother in a situation that you can help, help! Because that is the ministry we have come. Jesus saw that we needed help and he came to help us and moved us from sinners into saints. 
move us from darkness into light. Somebody must move someone. And may you be that brother who will move that needy brother, who will help that drunkard to love the Lord more, who will help that Christian womanizer. They are Christian womanizers. They are Christians, but they are serious womanizers. But they love the Lord. Yeah, they, they just cannot stick to their wife. It's not enough. But they love the Lord. There must be a disciple, a discipler with them to help them in the journey of breaking off the culture of the world into the culture of the kingdom. When your kingdom change, your cultures must change. Did you hear that? When your kingdom change, your cultures must change. You cannot be in the kingdom of darkness and be working in the culture of the kingdom of light. It won't work. It will not be accepted. The same way when you are translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light, your culture must change because something has changed within you that should begin to flow out. So in the second service, I'm dealing with the second characteristic I've called brotherly love is an unselfish compassion. Brotherly love is an unselfish compassion. It's not a selfish compassion. It's not every compassion that is called brotherly love. Hello? Somebody can show compassion, eh, but it's for his own parochial interest. As he's doing it, you know, he's expecting, his eyes is on something. Not every help must be welcomed into your life. Some of the help are traps to destroy you. But brotherly love is an unselfish compassion. First John chapter 3. Pay attention to all the scriptures that will come to you. Because I know most of you are not familiar with these scriptures. You are just familiar with the one that gives you miracle. Today I told somebody and I put it on my page on Facebook. Most of you don't follow me on Facebook. As a church member, you must be loyal to the ministry of your pastor. You must be concerned with the ministry of the church. Don't say me, I am born before BBC. But you are using mobile phone, smartphone. So get to know all our social outlets. Instagram, go there. There are 74-year-old men there. Go on Instagram, go on Facebook, like my page, like the church's page. Follow every picture they put there. Like it. When they put video, comment. When they put a stream, share. You are a church member. You must be proud of your church and you must propagate the kingdom by sharing on social Social media is not for so-called superstars coming to show their naked bodies to us. It's because you are not active on social media, they seem to have taken up social media. But the church, Ghana, over 70% of us are Christians. If Christians will see social media as the world that God was talking about in John 3, 16, we will reach out to many souls. Than Somebody joined the church because she has been following me for seven months on Facebook. Seven months he was watching. So please, take certain things serious. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Before you share another church's pastor something, make sure you have shared your church, your pastor. Some of you just go on Facebook and look for your picture. And then they But when you see your own, they update your status. I love my church. I noticed so. First Samuel chapter 3, first John chapter 3, verse 11 to 12. I have 20 minutes to push this thing into you. <laughs> May you come in the pictures today. <laughs> oh, Monka, amen. 
I see you in the pictures today. It's a, it's, it's a sure prophecy. So when you go and you check and you see yourself, say, Lord, thank you for answering that prophecy. Amen. Some of you are no one be useful for your graduation pictures. And humble yourself and save it, cooler. You need it. Amen. For this is the message that. Can you give me softer versions? Yeah. The message you heard from the very beginning is this. Another version says, This is the commandment you heard from the beginning. We must love. We should love. We shall love. We will love. We may love. We must. We must. And this, the word love here is actually brotherly love. We must love one another. Verse 12. We must not. You see, the must. What is a must? English people, do you have any literature student here? Or you look for it for me. What does it mean to say must? So he said, we must not be like Cain. He belonged to the evil one. How did we know that? How can Cain come from an evil person? Who is the father of Cain? Adam and Eve. Eh? Hey, they forgot it. <laughs> so Adam. Okay. Cain and Abel came from Adam. Are you okay? Are you okay? Or I should call charity for Sunday school. Okay, so must means be obliged to. Should expressing necessity. Please, if you are a Christian, pay attention to the words in the Bible. You will not do certain things. You will not say certain things to your brother or to your sister. Some Christians are wicked. They don't care what they do because they say salvation has come. Grace has come. So whatever we do, it doesn't really matter. It's not what I do. It's what Jesus has done for us, my brother. Go to 1 John chapter 3, verse 12 again. We must not be like Cain. He belonged to the evil one and murdered his own brother, Abel. Why did Cain murder him? Because the things he himself did were wrong and the things his brother did were right. Hey. Amplified version. And not to be like Cain, who took his nature and got his motivation from the evil one. So he was a righteous man's son, but he took his motivation. Sometimes we tell you, be careful where you get your motivation. Then some of you say, your, your role model is this superstar. You didn't get any role model in the Bible, number one. In the church, number two, than the world. He took his motivation from the evil one, though he was the son of a righteous man. And why did he slay him? Because his deeds, everything you do is motivated by something. Be careful what motivates you. Your deeds are an expression of what is motivating you. Your deeds are an expression of what is motivating you. Because his deeds, activities and works were wicked and malicious and his brothers were righteous and virtuous. A hate for a brother is a form of murder. When you hate your brother, you are a murderer. 
I don't know how to say it. Oh, they say, oh, now you should preach very nice not to hurt people. I don't know how to do that. The Bible said that if you hate your brother, you are a murderer. How do you say it in Ghana? Gans. If I don't know anybody, I'll mention them on Gans. No, the name of a murderer. Bomogbelo. Bomogbelo. Francis, anyway. <laughs> Let me judge my jaws because. Eh? Amewula. You see, they are senior men. Amewula. Bomogbelo. Owudini. Wicked man. If you hate your brother, if you hate, and this brother I'm talking about, eh, I am very specific. Not everybody is your brother as a Christian. Your brother is another Christian. According to Bible. Why? Because the same blood saved you and saved him. Your brother is another church member. So bring your mind home. We have to study the Bible well. We are growing and we must know the Bible. He said, if you hate your brother, you are a murderer. Nobody, no bishop, no apostle, no prophet can preach any other sermon and let you feel comfortable and it will supersede the word of the Lord. The Bible says, if you hate your brother, you are a murderer. Anybody can preach anything to cover up and let you feel comfortable. Bible said, if you hate your brother, you are a murderer. You don't know what it means to be a murderer. Wait till I show you. Whoever does not love abides in death. It's a serious matter. If you don't walk in brotherly love, you are actually abiding in death. No matter the tongues you are speaking. Don't joke with this word. When I began to see these verses, eh, I began to humble myself to the scripture. Because we have played in the kingdom for too long. Brothers hating brothers, church members hating church members, horses fighting against themselves because the person handling the costume has not brought the list early and then they are fighting and then they are so cancer. I'm just making come out there and say, You are a murderer. They are, they ever want to say what? Amekula. Amewula. Amewula. Hey. Awula or Kami. A man who can't love is a brother who is still spiritually dead. If you're a Christian and you say you have been saved and you cannot love your brother or your sister, the Bible says you are still spiritually dead. No matter the tag you put on yourself, no matter the name they've given to you, no matter the suit you wear, I tell you, those of us who are living with people who are not your biological children, be very careful how you handle them as a Christian because God is marking you. The worst is if you have children. You have biological children and somebody is staying with you. Who is not your biological children? There must, a child. There must be a difference. The person must leave your house knowing that you left a mark of Christ on them and not a mark of a humiliator on them. They won't clap because it's hard, it's wild. I know when I preach it's not nice, but... It is surgical. First John chapter 3, verse 14, amplified version. If you let your maid look like a maid in your house, you are not a Christian. You are not. Your whole family eats different food. Then the maid eats a different food. You are not a Christian. 
when they appear, there's a difference. They're not a Christian. Let's stop playing church. Don't worry, next month I will do some giddy giddy this one. This one. We are peeling ourselves. Now look at the scripture, amplified version. We know that. I beg you, look at the scripture. So that you stop playing with God. Because there's another preacher who will preach very nice for this scripture to look useless. Now there are many types of preachers. You know. If I say mention 10 prophets for me in Ghana, oh, it is Coco Cra. Oh, yes, see, I'll be more prophet. This would be for this. See, at this major one, major two. Nowadays, you don't give me offering. October, the mama me offering cry, culture, no more pet. I will still be there. Oh, <laughs> you didn't give me offering. But next month, I am coming, pa. <laughs> In fact, next month, we'll have a guest from U.S. Charlie. You won't clap. You've not gone to U.S. before. I'm bringing U.S. apostles. You won't clap. <laughs> we know that we have passed over out of death into life. You see that life is big L. That is eternal life. So when you become born again, you move from death into eternal life. Established. By the fact that we love the brethren. Bring your mind home. By the fact that we know. So when you say we know, you leave everything and you come to by the fact that. It makes you understand the scripture. So, by the fact that we are loving, when I see a brother loving a brother and loving a sister, brotherly, I know the person has moved from death to eternal life. But when I see another son like Cain, planning to kill his own brother, Abel, I know the person doesn't have eternal life. Hmm. Our fellow Christians, you see the Bible. If you can't love a Christian and you go loving an unbeliever, you are a hypocrite. You must begin to love by loving your fellow brother and sister who is a fellow Christian. Then you have learned the true meaning of Christ-like love you can exhibit to your neighbor who is an unbeliever. There are Christians today who love unbelievers than Christians. You are actually maybe not a Christian. Yes. You are doing your wedding. Oh, your mate, your bridesmaid and will, they are not Christians. They say, oh, you, you are, you are, you are, you are careful about church people. Heaven is careful about you, Ankasa, you. Church, uh, church people, I'm very careful about them. Church people, I was talking to a pastor. I said, uh, Do I allow people to come to my house? I said, Oh, a few. And I said, ah. And he said, Oh, it is good. Though. Some church members, when they come to your house and they see a torchlight, they'll say they saw a floodlight. <laughs> so, so, you have become, I'm a me. Church, church people, oh, what happened to our generation? Those days we desire to be Krifei, no? Now, everybody is hiding. Everybody is like we are under a baptism of wickedness and stigmatization that even the sisters in the church, they don't want to marry the Krifei brothers. They want the ragged, the rough, the people. <laughs> Pure and holy, tried and true. 
your spirit. I am a you say let's pray when I was dating my wife and turned me to fasting and prayer 21 days 7 days I'm alive and yes it's natural No, 21 days. It was after one of the 21 days that the nine months of silence of saying no became yes. You'll be joking in fasting and prayer. <laughs> Woe to a sister who wants to love God genuinely. Now all the good sisters are becoming bad girls so that they can get husbands. Where is the fire of God? Where is the spirit of God? Where are the devils? Where are the people who know their God? Everybody is busy preparing to marry. So if they say you have to work like this, work like this. Oh God, bring back the days of revival. Yeah. The devil cannot take over. The remnant that is left will lift up the banner of Christ high. Give the Lord a clap of him somewhere. <laughs> Hatred will take many Christians to hell. Hatred. Don't be surprised that when I say Christians will go to hell, doctors also get sick. And you go to ward runs and the doctor is lying down. Oyare. Hatred. First John chapter 3, verse 15. Amplified version. Anyone who hates, abominates, detests his brother in Christ. Why do you go on radio station to insult pastors? If you are part of those people who do that, please stop. No matter how a pastor is, eh, you may not like him. You will not understand why God should call such a person. You are not the caller. Keep quiet. Some of you, eh, if I had come for interview, you had a church of thousand people and I had come. That I'm a pastor. I want to pastor the church. And I exhibit my things small. I say, mm, we don't want this type of pastor. He's too hot. We want somebody to come. Hello, praise God. Or you fear too much. We want somebody that is a bit built up. So that his presentation will have an imposing character. That is why you are not God. You may not like a pastor. But you did not call them. You are not there when God called them. You were not there God, when God gave them gifts. You were not there when God gave them the vision and the mission. Why do you go on radio and insult? Even pastor, this one cried, they say brother in Christ. So I bring it home. Why are you fighting with your brother in church? Why don't you talk to that sister? 
silent war. I pick you up in the name of Jesus. Silent war. We know they talk, but we know talk. We now we know we know we know our Lucy. Do do are you fighting with someone? You are sure? Everybody is your friend. Let's clap for her. Every Christian is your friend because you owe everybody love. That's what you owe everybody. You don't owe me one million. You don't owe me a car. You don't owe me a house. You don't owe me anything. What you owe me is love. That is it. You owe me. You owe me love. I owe you love. You don't owe me a phone, Daniel. You don't owe me a car. You owe me love. So why will you sit down and speak bad about your own brother in Christ? If we understand this, our families will even be stronger. Because an auntie will not call you and tell you something against another auntie. No, 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 no. Oh, Jesus. The Bible said anyone who hates abominate, detest his brother in Christ is at heart a murderer. Inside his heart, inside the heart, the definition of your heart, you may wear tie, you may be singing, you may be Rumosunda, Ruga, Riga, Bura, Kiba, Rukitala, Malu, Tikaima, in your heart, you are a murderer. The state of a man's heart is him. So you may look nice, you may do this, but the Bible says in your heart, God sees you as a murderer because we have failed to walk in brotherly love. We must walk in brotherly love. We must. I'm preaching all this with plenty of examples in my head. Plenty. If I start the examples, I'm close. I remember one sister, I chased her back to church. Chased her back to church many times. And sometimes it's the words of people in the church that take people outside. Why do you make comments about people? Is it your problem? Assuming I start becoming fat. And I get pot belly. I really want to get pot belly. Let's why. Pot belly, gray beer, and then dogs gray here. So my future plans. It shall come to pass. I will not say amen. Then you start making co concern. Days past that. say, If I'm not a strong Christian, I'll take offense. And I will leave the church. Be careful not to become a laborer for the devil in the house of God. The Bible says that in your heart you are a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding within him. Direct translation. You, you don't have a place in the kingdom of God. Give me another version. Anyone who hates another brother or sister is really actually a murderer at heart. And you know that murderers don't have 
eternal life within them. No matter how you have cried at the altar, I am coming, Lord. Come. When you hate your brother, you are a I'm not the one saying it. Brotherly love secures and ensures your eternal life. You want to go to heaven? One of the ways you use to check your litmus test every day, every day, if you want to know that, if something, if yet, papa, 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 king of glory, I am here. I'm taking my people. <laughs> if you want to know that when the trumpet blows, you will go to heaven. Francis, it's for you to check that litmus test every day. Am I fighting with someone? Am I at cold war with whoever? My father, my mother, my sisters, my brothers, my friends, my church members. Am I offended with someone? Is my heart offensive? Because the Bible says if you hate, you are a murderer. And murderers have no eternal life. The more you love your brother, the more you secure your place in heaven. John chapter 8, verse 44. You are of your own father. Apostle John was talking to Christians. And look at how he was talking to them. You are of your own father, the devil. And it is your will to practice the last and gratify the desires which are characteristics of your father. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a falsehood, he speaks what is natural to him. There are believers who are natural liars. They don't struggle to lie. They are brothers, but that is their weakness. And there are some people who have the skill of lying to deceive. The Bible says your father is the devil. Because that is what he naturally does. He is a deceiver. He runs the ministry of deception. For he is a liar himself and the father of lies of all. 1 John chapter 2 verse 9. Say God, I want to be a Christian. Oh, say I want to be a Christian. The message is hot. So, you don't worry. Next month we will receive it. One, two. Whoever says he is in the light. Look at the scriptures. I told you these scriptures, you don't go there. You like kings, first kings, second kings, first Samuel, second Samuel. Miracles are there. This one is to help you. Whoever says he is in the light and yet hates his brother, Christian born again. You see the emphasis on the brother. Hello? No, you can't come and show me that your brother, not, if, not your, if it's your biological brothers who are some way. We all have some. Hello, stop, stop playing church. You have a sister B that is just upside. That one is your blood one. And you see that how, no matter how naughty she is, when you see her, there's a bond. That's what I'm talking about. Are you here? So the Bible is saying that whoever says that he is in the light and yet hates his brother, who is a brother? The poor Christian, the wretched Christian, the uncouth Christian, the Christian who has not matured yet. He's a Christian, but he's not matured yet. He's a Christian, born again child of God. So the brother has been defined, a born again child of God. A born again child of God. A born again, a, child, a born again, yeah, born again child of God. The Roman Catholic, the Anglican, the Methodist, the Charismatic, 
To Pharaoh, the person identifies with Christ, is your brother and your sister. Haters have no place in heaven. I will show you. No matter what you are clothed in, if I begin to hate people, I will not go to heaven. I won't go. You, you, they, you don't have a place there. Let me show you. Galatians chapter 5, verse number 21. Let's do KJV. Or this. Envies, murders, drunkenness. Hey, go to 20. Maybe I'll end with this. 21. Oh, 19, sorry. Now, let's, let's settle on this, okay? So we settle. We are ending with this verse. <laughs> this, this is Paul's writing to the church in Galatia, not to unbelievers. Okay, sometimes when you are reading the Bible, then you get this one. He's talking to people who said they are Christians. So as I'm preaching to you, it's like Paul writing to you. Okay. So he said, now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. Adultery. Fornication. And then the higher dean, Papa. Pastor, if you are going to preach about holiness, why didn't you put the culture of holiness that we know? If I put the culture of holiness, you won't come to church. To the culture of brotherly love. Adultery. Fornication. Do you know adultery? Okay, let me define. (laughs) Adultery is when a married person has an affair with another married person or an unmarried person. Mm. Fornication is when an unmarried person has sexual relationship with another unmarried person. It is not fun. It's not normal for you to be cohabiting. It's not Christian. I always tell people that there, there, there is a place I thank God I'm not pastoring there. Like every day they'll come and beat me. Because the cohabiting scenario is too high. Chemote, husband and wife. Mumware. Usini Nyama. Unye Diane Mano. Moye. There are some young people here. They are very holy. I don't want to spoil anybody. It's wrong. I remember one time a lady wanted to marry. And the guy is not in the church. So I discovered that the guy was staying with the girl. So the guy's father is another pastor. So the guy, the pastor goes home. Oh, my, my brother wants to marry somebody in your church. And I said, ah, I've told them. He should leave the lady's house. They should stay apart until they marry. Whether at the end of the day you come and stay in the lady's house or not, until they do that, I'm not involved in the marriage. They never came. I'm fine. Are you here? One time to a lady came, he said, oh, she was pregnant and she wanted to marry me. Mm. Stay born. If you are pregnant, born. Then you born, I'll name the child. Then 
you and your beloved, if you agree to marry, I will marry you. But not in the deception. Are you a child of the liar, the devil? You are pregnant. You are pregnant. There are people who are married 20 years. They don't have child. Okay, a mistake. God had mercy on you. You want to do a second mistake. Sometimes when you preach about these things, people think that you are preaching morality. No. Your family members who are not Christians, they are watching you. They are watching what you Christian for church, the church that has come. They are watching you. They are watching. And they are the people we want to win. Is this this kind of lifestyle? Oh, I wash you. Wash you. Wash you. Yeah. And they are watching you. Then you are doing grace and oil. Then you want to invite them. But no wash you. Let me continue. Uncleanliness. Anything that is unclean. Uncleanliness. I won't go there. Uncleanliness. Gays and lesbians. Cleanliness. Say I've done my face. Cleanliness. <laughs> Why do you want to wear pampas at this age? There are human rights lawyers in the house. Let me just. <laughs> Lasciviousness, 20. Idolatry. Idolatry is consulting with idols. Go. And do consultation. And you, in the night, mention his name three times and blow the air. Kojo? <laughs> you tongue talking. Kojo? Kojo? Nyamebe Bowaso. You go for charm on your waist. Go for charm in the cream. When the guy looks at me, anything I ask. One day a lady told me that there is no man that can resist her. Yes. There even you I tried. But when I come close to you, you strip me of my power. I said that's right. <laughs> I ask for you to be the opposite. <laughs> And I said, how do you do it? He said, when I touch my hair, something comes out of me to them. And anything I ask them, they'll give to me. This is somebody I thought was a Christian. Idolatry. Go and take juju for business. If I wait, if I wait, if I wait, if I wait, your own husband, who juju no fear. <laughs> your own husband. If you use juju to get your boyfriend, don't worry about how. Because unfortunately for you, you, you want to bring the marriage to the altar. God will enter the marriage. <laughs> and the charm will spoil. The marriage that should become a prayer answer becomes a lifelong prayer topic. Idolatry. Witchcraft. 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 Christian Utu. No. Some people don't believe that they are witches. I know some of you. You are so intellectual that you don't believe. One day I was hearing a prophet. He said they were doing a prayer work. I think I heard Reverend is still saying it or something. Two in the night. Oh, do territory, no challenge. Witchcraft, please. 
Don't go and take somebody, go and visit your beloved or say, oh, God, you have a funny shit back home. Witchcraft. Witchcraft. What do you call my uncle or village? The uncle? That I'm your mama, my wife. Now, why we are in Yanana? My man, I'm called that. Somebody give the Lord a shout in the house. So, so, hatred. So, in the midst of idolatry, in the midst of witches, if you are a hater, you are put together as an idol worshiper and a witch. You are in their class. Teaching you something. They are not different from occult grandmaster. You are in their Bible has put you. It's a hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seductions, heresies, false prophets. I hate false prophet. He's a false prophet. You and the false prophet, they put you together. The next verse. Envies, murders, drunkenness. Show me the Bible where drinking. They say we shouldn't drink. I have shown you today. Don't drink. Don't drink. Every day they say we shouldn't drink. It's a cultural issue. And I think sometimes it's a cultural issue because I was talking to an Indian on Friday. And he's my good friend. He said, oh, in India area, in, there's a part in India that they ban alcohol. Those of you who travel a lot, maybe you know. Go and search, you'll see it. He said they ban, he, they don't see alcohol from generations. So as he has come to Ghana, everywhere he will go, he will see alcohol. So he's recovering from all the alcohols he hasn't drunk. So he said, oh, once in a while, Ravelings, is not a Christian, so. And such like, of which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. <laughs> Haters have no place in heaven. Brotherly love is more than material given. Somebody can give you materially and he's just trapping you. Brotherly love is that love that is expressed by someone who knows what it means to be loved. If Christ has loved us, we should be able to love our brothers and sisters. I pray for you. I pray for you. That you will not see people in the eyes of their tribe, their color, their status in society, but you see people in the light of the glory of God in the, the same way Jesus looked at us. Look at this, the good Samaritan. The man got wounded on the way from Jericho to Jerusalem, um, from Jerusalem to Jericho. Criminals came, wounded him. A pastor came to pass. A Levite came to pass. But a Samaritan, a Samaritan, saw him and gave applied oil and wine. If you can't give me oil and wine, don't put salt into my injury. Don't. I want you to close your eyes and pray. That Lord, cause your love that is in my heart to overflow. Lift your voice and pray. 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 That Lord, cause your love that is in my heart to overflow. Cause your love that is in my heart to overflow. Let me show love, let me show love, let me walk in love. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. I have the love of God. Help me to show it. Help me to show it. Help me to show it. Help me to walk in love. Ragadaba, lebaladaba, 
an unselfish compassion. Rado la bala, eya bala da bala baba. In the name of Jesus. Asida ka onyame, nyamya one. scary scripture in the Bible I showed the intercessors yesterday in our retreat Matthew chapter 7 verse 21 the last verse verse 21 <laughs> not everyone that saith unto me Lord Lord shall enter into the kingdom of heaven but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Verse 22. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? That means this one there is beyond church members, so church workers. <laughs> they used the name. They thought they were propagating the gospel. They use the name to share and come ditto. Sharp. It's not. You, you don't surprise heaven when you prophesy. It's not, it's not. It doesn't make you special. If you can prophesy, it doesn't make you special. If you can sing, it doesn't make you special. If you can preach, it doesn't make you special. Are you here? And in thy name have cast out devils. And in thy name done many wonderful things. Be careful what gives you relevance. Be careful. You, you do great things, I know. You buy your houses, you build your, But never on any day. Never on any day. Brag with the things you have. Never on any day. Let the things you have determine your attitude towards somebody. Never on any day. Let those things become your motivation and give you a status in life. I know there are great people in the house, but I need to preach to you the word of God so that when God lifts you up, you will remember where you are coming from. Don't let things enter into you that mighty works. Yes, we will build our auditorium. Powerful. One day our church will be like a church in Oklahoma. Nice. Nice. But I am not that type of pastor that you can use material things to shut my mouth. You'll be shocked that you give it to me and I'm firing you. If you get angry, take your car away. I've been walking before I had a car. And he said, and then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. That means you are not even born again, no. Because if you were born again, I would know you. Maybe I don't know you as a church worker. But when you became born again, I should know you. But Jesus is saying, I never knew you. 
That means what you called born again no, was not salvation. It's a very scary verse. People don't like preaching. When was the last time I heard somebody preaching? Sir? Ambassador. But I pray for you that day and day out, as you take your Bible and you are studying, trust God that He will show you His ways. His ways that will make you a kingdom advancer and a kingdom representative. Give the Lord a clap of someone. Wow, what a word. Who has been blessed? Who has been blessed? I have been blessed. It's not a nice message, but you go and listen to it. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.